0: Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. We all go through different seasons of life. Maybe today you're here and you're saying you're going through a season and you're wondering where God is. Things are not going your way. Or maybe it's a time of uncertainty. You're not sure of what to say, what to decide on, what to do, how to feel, what to think. Or maybe you just need guidance. You're making a crucial life decision. Or maybe you're just saying, God, I need you to guide me and direct me. Where are you on a daily basis? What we'll do today, as we did yesterday and we started to check into the letter of Paul to the church in Thessalonica. In chapter 2, verse 13, he describes what the church did because they were somehow in such a situation like that. There was so much confusion. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to think. There was uncertainty, anxiety, fear, and they were looking for God. God, where are you in all these things? And they did something right. Why don't we learn from them? The First Thessalonians 2, verse 13. And this is what Paul declared. He says, And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as words of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you, believers. Paul wrote this letter for three things. First, mainly to show his love and concern for the church because he left hastily. He he started the church. He preached the gospel. But because of persecution, he had to hastily leave them. And you will find this account in Acts 17. And so he did write this letter to show that love and concern. But number two, because they were in a severe persecution. So Paul wanted to address them. Paul wanted to Remind them of the truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of His work, His life, death, and resurrection to ground them that they may stand firm in the faith and that they may maintain a strong witness. So yes, there was severe persecution and at the same time, because of what's happening, there was confusion. People were, some people who got offended by the gospel because suddenly they lost business because people were not worshiping other gods and somehow it affected their business anymore because the believers were worshiping the one true god so they were causing causing problems in the church and troubles and people were confused when is the lord coming if the lord is coming now then do we still have to work maybe we should not work anymore so it caused problems in their relationship it caused problems in confusion in the how they hold public services, in the way they treated their spiritual leaders. So Paul addressed all these things through this letter. And somehow the church was feeling anxious at that time. Things were not going their way. They were asking, God, where are you in all these things? They were needing guidance and direction from God. There was uncertainty and so they needed a message. What Paul did was to remind them of what they did right. And that's what we read in 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 13. He said, well, this is what you did and what you did was right. You treated the word of God, not just like any other word of any man, but you treated it as what it is, the word of God. So in other words, they turned to God's word. Similarly, we may be in such such situations as well. Maybe we, we get into things and we're needing to hear from God. Well, just like what the church did in Thessalonica, they turned to God's Word. And certainly so, we should. Why? Because what Paul was saying is that through God's Word, God is doing His work continually in you. The believers in the church. Another way to say that is because you turn to God's word, God continually speaks to you. So yes, we turn to God's word. Why? Because God speaks to us through his word. The author of Hebrews was very clear on this. In Hebrews 1, he says that God speaks. Yes, he spoke through the prophets and he speaks to us today. So yes, God speaks to us today as we hear his word. As we read it and meditate it, when we hear it preached, when we hear God's Word read to us, when we declare God's Word in the services, or when we're alone and we're reading it and we're declaring it aloud, God speaks to us. But it's not just mere, you know, mere language or words. God speaks to us through His Word and it comes with so much power. A few verses before this, Paul was telling the church in 1 Thessalonians one five that the gospel came to us not just with word, came to the church not just with mere words, but it came with the power of the Holy Spirit. So when we read God's word, when we meditate on it, when we hear it preached, when we hear it read to us, when we read it and declare it, it comes with so much power. The truth in it, the principles in it. When we live it out, it comes with so much power from the Holy Spirit. So yes, we turn to God's Word. Now, how can we experience the guidance of God? How can we continually hear God? Yes, we turn to God's Word. It's one thing to turn, but it's another thing to trust. And that's what the church did. They turned to God's Word and they trusted God's Word. That's why Paul said, when we preach the Word of God to you, you accepted it. It's very clear. In First Thessalonians 2.13, you accepted. You know, that word is fascinating. Accept is not like, in, in, in their language at that time, accept is not like how we define accept today. When we accept a gift, you just simply receive it. But for them, when Paul declared it, you accepted it, meaning you embraced God's Word. And you are living it out. In other words, what Paul was saying, you embraced it and you trusted it. So yes, in times of uncertainty, when we don't know what to do, when we need daily guidance, when we're making making big decisions in life, when we just simply want to hear God, yes, we turn to God's Word and then we trust God's Word. We hear a lot of voices today. We, we we read and hear and watch a lot of information coming to us at a high speed. And sometimes this information causes fear, anxiety. We get into our personal situation and, in co- and it causes doubt and, and, and we worry. But when we turn to God's Word and when we trust God's Word, it means that God's Word is the loudest of all. Yes, we may hear things around us. The world, the information, society will, will, will provide principles to live by. But end of the day, for us, as we believe in God, God's Word weighs the heaviest. We hear God through His Word, so we turn to it and we trust Him. David this, this, we all know David, this is man. The, uh, God declares that he is one after him, has his own heart. And yes, he had his share of sins and temptations and life challenges. This is David, one who knew the hardships of life when he worked as a shepherd. He knew the challenges and the weight of leadership when he became king. He had his own love life problems. David had his own family, marriage, children problems, relationship problems, and yet this is what he speaks of about the Word of God. In Psalm 19, he says that the Word of God is perfect. It is perfect, meaning it, it's, it addresses every need we have. Therefore, it revitalizes the soul. It energizes the soul. It restores our soul. It, it takes care of our overall well-being. And then he says that the word of the Lord is sure, meaning it is certain to happen. What God declares in His word, it will happen. Just as Joshua said that not one of any of the Lord's promises failed. Everything came to pass. So in the same way, because God's Word is sure, it gives us wisdom. We can trust it. It is wisdom to follow and to heed God's Word. He says that God's Word is, God's words are right. Meaning it's right. It is right for us. And because it is right for us, it fulfills us. It satisfies us. It rejoices the heart. It brings happiness and joy. He says that the Word of the Lord is Pure. There is. There is very clear. That's what he's saying. And because it's clear, there's so much clarity. It enlightens us. You know, sometimes when when we go through problems and we don't know what to do, we don't know what to decide. What we need sometimes is clarity. And God's word provides clarity. So it enlightens us. He says. He says that God's word is clean. There's, there's no hint of any dirt in it and because it has it has it 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 has you know there's no dirt in it it will not decay it will not be destroyed that's why it can last forever therefore we can put our trust in it and then last but not the least he declares that the word of god is true it's the truth that we can rely on that's why it is righteous all together So what do we do on a daily basis? We want to hear God. We want God to speak to us, give us guidance, direct us, show us the way. Maybe fear, anxiety, whatever it is. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to decide on. Turn to God's Word and trust God's Word. Let us pray. God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you for your Word. And God, we pray that Your Word that was preached, let it dwell richly in us. Lord, we pray, dalangin namin Panginoon, na habang binabasa namin ang Inyong salita, ito ay mananatili sa aming pusut, pusut isipan. Dalangin namin na kami ay mabubuhay base sa Inyong salita. Bigyan nyo kami Espiritu Santo ng disiplina, upang aming basahin nam-namin ang inyong salita upang ito ay aming ma Ang aming na isen panginoon ay magawa ang inyong kalooban God give us the delight as well to look forward to your word on a daily basis. And as we do, we know that you will continually speak to us. God, again, we give glory, honor, and praise to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Who knew this man of sorrows would make our hearts whole? Brought to light, word fulfilled, in Jesus Christ, God our Savior. work of Christ you're alive you've risen you're risen from the grave yes Lord thank you for your resurrection power is in us hallelujah praise him praise him
0: let me give you our final prayer, final benediction. But before I do, let me just remind everyone that reading God's Word and meditating on it, it's not just an event or a checklist that when we do it in the morning, it's done. I mean, we can do it at different points of the day. Because maybe in the morning, you spend 15, 30 minutes. If you're in a hurry, yes, okay, 10 minutes. But make sure before that coffee break, You spend an additional five, ten minutes, maybe before lunch or after lunch, when we're having coffee, you go get your Bible again and your journal and you seek God and you read it and you meditate. Five, ten minutes in the afternoon before sleeping. All these spaces we need so that we'll allow God to speak to us. Now let me pray this for all of us. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash